My name is Tim Griffin, Arcanner, Castlemaine, County Kerry. Timmy, you have lived in Castlemaine nearly all your life. Near Tell now. me about it. Yeah, well, I went to school in Castlemaine. You know, and um, I left school when I was 13 years of age. And I went away, had to leave. I left home because my mother died from when we were very young. She was died at 37 years of age. So I went to Forest with a friend of mine to live. I stayed there for about 12 months. And after that, then, I went to live in Milltown. And I lived there for about 12 months. And after that, then, I was around 15 and a half years of age at him. I went to England. Did you go on your own? I went with another man from Castlemaine, and a young fellow the same as myself. So young. <laughs> so young. <laughs> and I went and I learned my trade as a carpenter. Would you still carry on to this day? I still do bits and pieces today of mm-hmm. carpentry work. You know? What was that like when you went over? What was it? Was six pounds a week I was getting. That's it. <laughs> and I had to pay for my digs and everything. Oh my goodness. Six pounds a week. How did you manage? Is it I'm very hard to manage that for the first year, you know, because for the second year then I can't know my way around. So I started different things, you know, doing bits and pieces for people, you know, mm-hmm. besides what I was working. And I had the man I was working for, he was very good to me, you know, he looked, you know. Looked after you. Looked after me, and that's how it worked. Mm-hmm. And when did you come back then? Oh, I came back here, I suppose, 14 and a half years later. Oh, wow. I was there 14 and a half years. I'm curious now, you've no English twang. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to night school for one year, then. <laughs> I suppose you found it very different when you came back then, 14 very, years very, later. Very different here, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What was it like? It was hard to get going, get started, you know. And they were doing bits of farming. I know nothing about I didn't like farming, you know, mm. on my line. I suppose that was tough around here as well, not well, being was, able to... There was very little money here at that time. Mm. But I had a few quid myself and I brought with me that <laughs> Kenny got me going. You invested I, the six pounds? I, I had a big family then. <laughs> <laughs> I had ten brats. <laughs> so tell me, Timmy, you know, you've right now in, in your sitting room here, I can see this... What's this chair called? Well, it's just a Sukhan chair, a, a stool, that is now... What does Sugan mean? Well, uh, they were the old type of chairs, you know. They, I can show you some. some they're outside in the shed by me. I can show you some. My grandfather used to do Sugan chairs years ago. Well, I didn't learn from him. It took me a long time to learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I made a chair, a small chair, about 20, 20 years ago. And I, I didn't know how to rope it. And I couldn't get the rope for it. Do you know, the special mm-hmm. white rope to do it. So I made one anyway, and I showed it to a fellow over in fire, he's a farmer. And he wanted me, now could I make another one for him? He bought two of them off me. Straight away, and that's how I started. But the pattern in this one now is beautiful. It's like um, it's like a chessboard. Yeah, all different colours. We see we can dye the rope as well, do you know what I mean? We can make it any colour we want, do you know? Mm-hmm. So right now that one's red and navy? Yeah. How long would that take you to make to make that now there are a couple of hours to take the roping is the slowest part of it mm-hmm. it would take nearly two hours to rope that because it's roped underneath it. oh yeah so the pattern is exactly the same underneath oh, underneath yeah but that can that can fit any bottom now on top of that 
Why can you? Try to try to. Why can you? Brilliant. And I go to Churchill every year then. For the last five years, I'd overstall there, you know, and I take chairs and all that. But there's no big one in it at all. It's only you can't even pass ten for me, like, mm-hmm. you know. Keeps you out of trouble. Keeps me out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you get a lot of people's reactions saying that they don't see these type of chairs anymore. No, a lot of people. Uh, even the king has got one of the one of the stools. One of my stools when when he was here. The king. And the king. Charles. Yeah. What? Charles. Tell me about that. He got from somebody in Killarney that was I sold one in Killarney to one of the shops in Killarney, right? And I gave him one of them cheers. Oh, isn't that amazing? Yeah, amazing to know. Wow, a bit of Castlemaine over in the Buckingham Palace. <laughs> Castlemaine over in Buckingham Palace now, amazing, isn't it? And but Timmy, you met Sean Hurley a number of years ago. Tell me about your relationship. Uh, well, through the music and things like that, you know, I was always l- love music myself because I don't, as I told her, I learned ballroom dancing in England, you know, <laughs> I was always into music. So, and um, I done ballroom dancing in the Rosa Tralee, mm-hmm. you know, about, I have a tr- trophy there for it now, but I know, that's how I knew Sean very well. I knew Sean when he first started. Mm-hmm. Inside if we even because Sean left the way. But you had a very good relationship and you had promised him a few a few tapes and jokes. I did, I promised him the tapes uh, because his empty said to me if I could get him taped. Mm-hmm. You know. You must give us a few of those jokes soon. I got kills. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the ballroom dancing in the Rosa Tree. Well, uh, this has gone back now, I suppose about I suppose ten years ago. And I was thought was He'd be interested in going and watching them and all that sort of thing because I'd done ballroom dancing myself in England. I learned a bit about it, you know, mm-hmm. in Stratham in England. What's like. it like to ballroom dance? I've never done it before, but I'm not asking you to show me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's all high, do you know what I mean? And it's the way you turn and there's lots of things to it, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, the way you hold your hands and the way you, the girl, what way she looks and mm-hmm. turns the heads and all this. Can stuff. you look at each other? Oh, you can, yeah. Oh, you can, <laughs> oh, you can of course, yeah. Mm. Oh, this is the trophy, is it? A bit of a trophy. It was a tree. What year was it? 2006. 2006. That's lovely. That's a lovely thing to have. <laughs> there are now. You will start ballroom dancing classes, so here in Castlemaine. No, I never done. I never done ballroom classes, but I done a bit in Cork, all right, learning people how to waltz. You know, we used to do it Sundays myself and a few more people. Mm-hmm. But in Cork City, we've done it there for a few weeks. You could start it up in the community centre here. <laughs> I'm not fit for that anymore. Timmy, tell me a few of your, your yarns. These two fellas, they went to school together. right? And one of them went to England, you know. And he was in England for three or four years. And he came back and he was all dressed up. He didn't know he cared. He was out flying. And he met his friend, and his friend was doing very badly. So he was saying to his friend that, look, you should go over to England. London streets are paved with gold. He said, all you have to do is go over and pick it up. <laughs> right? <laughs> so about six months after, uh, your man ta- he was living with his mother, so he talked to his mother. She left him go anyway. So he arrived over on a Sunday morning, <clears throat> got off the train. In Houston. And the minute he got off the train, didn't he see a five pound note down the ground? 
Just <laughs> Sunday man. He fixed it up and looked and threw it away. Did I want to start working Monday man? <laughs> so, so he got a job in the buildings, shoveling gravel into a mixer. Mm-hmm. And he wrote home and told the mother that he was after getting a, getting a job in the shoveling stuff into me. So he said, "That's a feather in my cap." Right. So. I bought him one point by and she had another letter from him that he was after getting promoted. He got a job driving a mixer. <laughs> <laughs> so that's two feathers. That's two feathers now on my cap, in my hat. So about six months went by on it, and he wrote home and he said he wanted to come home. Now she sent over a few questions. <laughs> so she wrote back. John, she said, why don't you throw on them two feathers and fly home? <laughs> Where do you get them from? I kind of make them up at night. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I kind of, you know... Do you write them down or...? I Sometimes I do write them down, but I kind of... <laughs> I remember them by night, do you know what I mean? Would you ever but I have some very bad ones as well. Do you know what I mean? But I'm not going to tell you them. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no, no. Would you go to any rambling houses with them? No, I haven't went anywhere with them. You but should. Yeah. But I have told a few of them in a few different places, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But um, I will a lot of farmers, you know, that we'd say they came to live in Ireland, himself and the wife, right? They bought a little house and they had a small bit of land. So they got a pig, a small pig. You know, <laughs> so they were one. They had a pig for a while. They were one, and now the pig wouldn't have young pigs. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so they went. They were inquiring about the man next door, and tell them. So your man said, "Look, you must take the pig to the boar, right?" <laughs> so anyway, they got their wheelbarrow, and they put the pig into the wheelbarrow, and they wheeled him to the boar. So your man said. Maybe in three weeks' time, you might have to bring him back again. If the pig is outside rolling in the mud, you must bring him back. But if the pig is eating grass, he's fine. So anyway, the three weeks went by. Why was your pig on the outside rolling in the mud? <laughs> Into the wheelbarrow again. <laughs> <laughs> so your man said to him, look. He said, maybe in three weeks' time, you might have to come back again with the pig. <laughs> So the three weeks were up anyway, and just they were upstairs looking out the window, and I couldn't see the pig anywhere. <laughs> so they came downstairs. Where do you think the pig was? Said in the wheelbarrow. <laughs> and you have a few trophies here too. Huh? You have a few trophies Why here too. Play that. Really? <laughs> I won all them trophies. Are these all darts? Huh? They're all darts. Yeah. Well, tell me about that. I was played that something. Plough Baron 79? That's it. They're all from Milltown? They are, yeah. Clops. Milltown, different places. Yeah. Is that, is, that, is that my Shays Bar, 1982? Yeah. And then the Milltown Carnival Tournament, yeah. or Shays Bar, the Plough yeah. Bar. The Plough Bar. All of them. All different ones. I don't know where they're from. They're amazing. 
You wouldn't have thought to go against your man this week, Luke Littler, the 16-year-old. I know, I was watching it last night. What did you think of him? Ah, very good. Yeah. Ah, very good. They're lovely trophies to have. Yeah, right, I don't know. I should have... I had 37 of them, actually. 37? 37 trophies I have. For darts? For darts, yeah. Oh, my goodness. We must take you on sometime. <laughs> <laughs> you don't play darts, do you? No. <laughs> I can barely play pool. <laughs> <laughs> I've played pool, too. 